Welcome to the Taking It Outside podcast from Spring Hill Outfitters, the show that connects you with the outdoors, with experts on guns, archery, cooking, outdoor gear, and more. Here's your host, Trent Lasseter. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode here at Spring Hill Outfitters. I've taken it outside. Always happy to have you join us. And uh, we've got a big, exciting episode planned today. We're winding down on season one, and uh, there's a few episodes left, and the episodes get better and better each week. We think so. Y'all may not, but we do. So, uh, Thanks, as always, for tuning in. We love y'all, and uh, find us podcast, of course, on all major podcast platforms. Make sure you share and rate and review and comment. Good stuff, and uh, tell all your friends about it. Check us out, springhilloutfitters.com. If you're in the greater eastern North Carolina area, stop by the store. And if you're not, check us out, springhilloutfitters.com, and you can uh, learn more about us. Listen to the podcast, shop our online store, Facebook, Instagram, all that kind of good stuff. YouTube, of course, we had video. Uh, we got video back today. Last week we didn't, and uh, this week we do. So check us out on YouTube. All of the podcasts are posted up there that have videos, so uh, check us out on there. Joe Gilly Productions, always mention him. Joe was the man, and want to uh, want to thank him for uh, all of his hard work behind the scenes. Joe Gilly Productions, he's a great DJ, and uh, lives right around the corner, which helps out too. So. Uh, lots going on. January last week sucked uh, some winter weather. Uh, the last I feel like the last two weeks we had winter weather. We can go uh, six months or a year, some years, and not have anything. And, and uh, the last two weekends we've had winter weather, which messed up our end of winter sale this past Saturday. Push it off to this coming Saturday, and guess what? Calling for more snow this Saturday. So not quite sure what's going to happen with that, but uh, we're going to try to make it happen. So it snowed, got a little bit of snow last week, which was nice, and uh, closed down the store on Saturday, reopened back on Monday. And let's see, that was uh, Saturday, Sunday, I actually left uh, for a pretty cool, pretty cool experience out west. I've done a lot of duck hunting over my short time here on earth. But I only done uh, only done most of my duck hunting here in North Carolina, of course, at our place, Green Wing Hunt Camp in Hyde County. It's put a lot of time and effort and uh, money into that. Dad does, so we try to go down there whenever we get an opportunity to do, to go duck hunting. And never been outside of North Carolina. Had an opportunity thanks to our good friends over at East Coast Waterfowl. Would you see? We've got two hats in front of me. I wear many hats. Uh, figuratively and literally in my life, more than I probably should. But uh, East Coast Waterfowl, Mr. Kent Jones, he was on the podcast earlier in the season. If you have not listened to that podcast, go back and check it out. Kent's a cool dude. And he sent an invitation. He had a group of guys going out to Kansas, Parsons, Kansas, to go duck hunting. So uh, they stayed pretty much the whole week. They hunted four days. They drove out. And stayed four days, hunted four days, and being the 
I have a hard time leaving my life and the store uh, for more than a couple of days at a time. I flew and met him out there on Sunday of last weekend and uh, had just an awesome time. Uh, Parnell Outdoors, which is my other hat here in front of me, if you're looking on camera to your right, my left. If you're not looking and you're just listening to us on your phone or in the car, check us out on YouTube and uh, check out the videos. So you can see these awesome two hats. Of course, Kent, you know, his his uh, bread and butter kind of where he got started was East Coast Waterfowl hats and kills it, just kills it with a pile of hats now. And we've sold their hats for a long time and have some pretty cool stuff that we're hopefully going to be working on here very soon with uh, with East Coast Waterfowl. Uh, all I can say is we're going to expand our selection in the store. So, uh, anyway, Parnell Outdoors, uh, Joel and Kent became close some time back, and Joel's a North Carolina guy who has made his way out to Kansas and has a pretty cool uh, setup out there. So we flew in. I flew in to Tulsa, Oklahoma, got up early on Sunday morning. I will say my last few weeks uh, between Hyde County and SHOT Show and Kansas uh, sleep is not something I've had a lot of, and any of y'all that know me know I require a lot of sleep. And uh, so anyway, we left early Sunday morning. The guys left Saturday night. They drove out, took all my gear, and uh, put it in the trailer, the big East Coast waterfowl wrap trailer. They headed out Sunday. Flew into Tulsa. Joe picked me up at the airport right around lunch on Sunday. Went to the house. Great spot. Uh, beautiful land out there. And a uh, pretty cool little setup with bunk beds and a little lodge cabin house. And um, so got there on Sunday. The rest of the guys were out getting some groceries and some supplies, and they came in and met up with them and had a had a great time Sunday night. So they had a group of, I think it was eight or nine total guys, and then some more guys from Virginia, three, uh, three guys from Virginia, that were their separate kind of group from us, but super nice guys. Talked to them, enjoyed talking to them. Up in northern Virginia, so they hunted as well and uh, had had dinner Sunday night. Miss uh, Miss Ashton was the sous chef, according to Josh Kaiser. Everybody was a sous chef, I think, by the time the trip was over. But anyway, uh, great chef and cook, and she did a great job the whole trip. We ate. Like kings, starting on Sunday night, we had pork chops and sides and all that good stuff. And got settled in, of course, like I mentioned, I need my sleep, and I have not got much of it. So I will say the first night by 8-ish, maybe 9, I was in mid-conversation talking. Next thing I know, it was 12.30, and I woke up on the couch, and everybody had gone to bed but me. So I got up and found a bunk bed that was open, of course, the top bunk, which I'm not made for the top bunk, but I made it up and and slept a few more hours but spent a night sunday night got up early monday morning and uh went out i'm not used to hunting without waiters so i've duck hunting my whole life not my whole life but you know what i mean and I always wore chest waiters but this trip uh, i took my waiters but we didn't wear them once the few days that i was there i hunted monday and tuesday so had a blind built uh, on the side of a cow, pretty much a cow pond. So I think they call that particular place the Green Gate, where we hunted on uh, hunted on Monday. But it was pretty much a, a blind on the side of a cow pond. 
And uh, this blind, I thought we had nice blinds in Hyde County, but this blind was like 24 foot long and eight foot deep, I think is what it was. If you've not looked at social media, we have pictures on uh, Facebook. I posted some pictures you can look at. There's a picture of the blind in there, but really cool setup with a cover roof. And uh, so our whole crowd hunted together in this blind on the side of a cow pond. Didn't get wet once. Walked right in there, set in a blind. And, of course, we had our Sour Patch uh, children and our Hyde County coffee in hand. They were closely in tow. And uh, awesome hunt. So that was Monday morning. Ducks were coming in right before shooting light. I mean, I've never seen ducks do this. I've told this story several times since I got home, but if you're looking, you can see what I'm, how I'm explaining this. If you're listening, it's going to be kind of hard, but these ducks were like flying, and uh, I don't know, they were they were pretty high up, okay? So these ducks, they, they stop, and usually ducks usually like lock in, and you see them kind of, they lock into the decoys, and they kind of do this number here, kind of the angle, come down into the decoys. I swear these ducks stopped and just dropped down like they were on the elevator, and just did just like this, straight down. Craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Crazy. I loved it. Uh, shot. Uh, shooting time came, and we got into the ducks. We had a, a bunch of big groups. Never seen groups that big. Mostly mallards. I think we killed a gadwall and a widgeon, maybe. Uh, Kent, again, from East Coast Waterfowl. Always wanted to kill a, a, a widgeon. Never had the opportunity and, of course, the one time that Kent was out of the blind, I forgot what he was doing, messing with the dog. But Miss Penny, of course, did a great. He was messing with her, doing something outside of the blind, and we got in. The widgeon came in and shot the widgeon, and it was funny. But um, widgeon, gadwall, mostly mallards, fat mallards. God, they were fat. Big old ducks. Killed 36 ducks uh, Monday morning and came back. Grab some lunch. I forgot to say, Miss Ashton, of course, cooked us a great uh, breakfast that morning before we got up. I was still laying in the bed, and um, I heard her up there messing around, and she was she was uh, cooking breakfast casserole. So we had breakfast casserole before we went out to go to the blind. Came back in from hunting and um, ate lunch. Rode around town a little bit, looked at a few places. One thing I did see out there, which was pretty cool, I need to post a picture of this on our social media, too, but... Um, you've seen these ice machines, right? So, like, you go to get ice, maybe at the beach or wherever. There's one in Princeton, Smithfield, wherever. But, like, these little ice machines that you put a dollar in or swipe your credit card and you get ice for the cooler or whatever. They had one of these things for corn, for deer corn. So we stopped, and I went out and took a picture of it and see how much corn cost. And you could do, like, a 30-pound... I think it was like 30 pounds, 50 pounds, 200 pounds, or 300 pounds were the options. And you swiped your credit card, had your container underneath the little chute thing there, and had a bin on top, swiped your credit card, selected how much you wanted, and uh, you got the corn like a vending machine. Like a corn vending machine. Craziest thing I've seen in my life. Not the craziest thing, but it was pretty cool. So I looked, I said, like, I'm going to put one of these at Spring Hill Outfitters. This would be great. Corn Express is what it was called, C-O-R-N, and Express was spelled X-P-R-E-S-S. If y'all were listening, 
great idea. But I will say this, I went to see what they would run me to put one out here at the store, and they were a little bit out of my, my budget right now. I got to check in and save them. And it takes three days to transfer the money over, so I couldn't do it right away. But it's like $29,000, $30,000. Really cool idea. If if you were a farmer or had a means of corn without having to buy it from somebody else and you could cut out the middleman, I think it would work probably better than it would be for me. But really cool thing. Corn Express, corn vending machine. So did that uh, Monday afternoon, hung out around the house, and uh, nothing much productive happened. We were so close to our limits, we couldn't go out and hunt again that afternoon. We did clean. We got a got a pile picture, a pile pick, all the birds laid out, and cleaned all those bad boys and bad girls. We killed more drakes than hens, but we killed a few hens. Got them all cleaned up, put them in some bags, and they marinated them for dinner. I think they had them on Tuesday night. I left Tuesday, but I think they ate them Tuesday night. So cleaned the birds, went back in. Everybody got showers, got dressed up. We're not dressed up, cleaned up. We didn't get dressed up the whole time, but um, had dinner. We did steaks, I think. Uh, had steaks on Monday night and sides and, and uh, corn, all that kind of good stuff. And hung out, great fellowship, went to bed late josh and i so i can't obviously i went with kent his his crew but josh kaiser and mr zach price two local residents here from eastern north carolina in this area were both there so uh hung out with those guys we set up later than we should have probably monday night uh here again i need my sleep and i told josh i said it's bedtime but he was uh, staying up wanted to keep socializing and fellowshipping and so we did. Had a good time. Went to bed finally. Got up Tuesday morning. Had uh, sausage, eggs, pancakes Miss Ashton had prepared. Great meal again. Some coffee. Went out to another cow pond, and we hunted in panel blinds on Tuesday morning, which I've not done a whole lot of. We sell them. Great panel blinds here. Uh, we sell Avery. They had uh, tangle-free. I think they had two tangle-free setups and then one rig right set up. Which of course Righam Wright we've mentioned before is a North Carolina, North Carolina company, but we hunted panel blinds on Tuesday morning. Sorry, uh, and uh, same thing as as Monday. Ducks were just dropping in. I've never it's the craziest thing. Didn't get wet. Stayed on dry ground hunting a cow pond. I've never. And you may, some of y'all listening may have already had this experience before. But I've never been duck hunting. And somebody said, don't shoot those ducks because you'll shoot the cows. So this, when I say cow pond, there's literally cows right on the, the backside of this cow pond. And the ducks, depending on where they came in, we um, you would shoot a cow. So we, we didn't do that, of course. We avoided shooting cows. All cows were safe. No cows were harmed. Anybody listening? But uh, craziest thing, right in the middle of a cow pasture, and these ducks—they wanted to come, and they came in in droves. I've, oh my gosh! It was—I got—I got to go some GoPro videos. Excuse me, I need to post. Uh, need to post some of them on Facebook. Do that later this week, maybe. But um, crazy ducks came in forty, fifty at a time. Got some good GoPro videos coming right in, dropping right in. Into the uh, to the decoy spread. Had some decoys on dry ground on the edge of the pond. 
and then had uh, had some floaters, of course, but I ended up killing 34 ducks uh, Tuesday morning. Here again, mostly mallards. We had one group of teal. I ended up getting three or four teal out of there, but uh, pretty cool, pretty cool hunt again. It was cold. The panel blind was nice. We had like a dove stool kind of in the bottom of the panel blind, but um, it was uh, much colder Tuesday morning than it was on Monday morning. That wind, I think the wind chill was 10. It was like 19 or 20 degrees with a wind chill of 10. So uh, the Hyde County coffee kept us warm. But it was uh, another great hunt Tuesday morning. And so we got out of the field, got everything packed up. Um, While I'm thinking about that, these guys, so there's four or five guys, I guess, total, including Joe helping out as well. But these guys worked their butt off. And um, and hauled all this stuff. So panel blinds, you know, we had three panel blinds, so six total front, back, and decoys, and all this stuff. And and um, just it was uh, these guys worked their butt off to provide the best service they could and the best hunt they could. And uh, you know, these guys were out at nighttime. We'd eat supper, and then they'd leave after we ate supper and go out and move uh, ice eaters away and. And uh, set up blinds and brush blinds, and they scouted all afternoon and always working, which was uh, greatly appreciated. And it shows because we had two great hunts when I was there Monday and Tuesday. So uh, yeah, that was my that was my first of my week this week. Very grateful again to Kent and East Coast Waterfowl. Uh, this hat here is one of their more popular ones, and it is going to be back in stock here very soon at spring hill outfitters and uh so yeah check out make sure you check out kent east coast waterfowl they have their own website so you can certainly buy from them we highly recommend that you buy them from us but if you want to see even more than what we have here at the store you can buy them from east coast waterfowl their website they've got t-shirts and sweatshirts and, and all kinds of stuff can't brought all kinds of goodies for all the guys to wear in pictures. And, and uh, so very thankful for Kent and East Coast Waterfowl. Also very thankful for Parnell Outdoors for being a great host and having a great spot, really cool spot, top-notch service, food. Uh, like I said, Miss Ashton, her, her cooking was uh, amazing. And Joe and all the guys did a great job, had a great hunt out there with them. Highly recommend going if you ever get a chance he stays pretty booked up. Uh, Parnell Outdoors, they've got a website. You can check them out. They have a very high rate of return customers. I did ask them about that. So I would recommend checking them out. If you don't have a date, they don't have a date open, check out some other places. that We can try to talk to them and find some other places that they would recommend going in that area. But really cool, really cool experience. Had a great time. So, And I enjoy So we hunt. Uh, Mr. Pat Simmons, his club in Hyde County here. We actually hunted, uh, uh, after we got home from Kansas, hunted there this week as well, yesterday. And uh, I enjoy going to groups in our place. We have, we host a lot of groups of new hunters and employees and friends and law enforcement, whatever it may be. But these, uh, the trip in Kansas and then hunting at Mr. Pat's as well. Most hunts, you know, most mornings you have a group of 10 plus somewhat serious duck hunters. And uh, sometimes 20 or 30, and I always love, I guess it's because of the type of business that I'm in, but I always love seeing 
what everybody's wearing, right? What kind of guns are they shooting? What's uh, what's everybody using? What kind of brands are popular? And uh, so, I will say it was it was uh, it was neat to see. Obviously, Sitka. Uh, Sitka works well. A lot of people were wearing Sitka. Banded, another great apparel brand. We talked about this a few weeks ago with Chris and Josh Marks about the importance of apparel. But um, make sure you get some good stuff, legit stuff. Uh, Duck Camp, saw a few guys earlier this week over at Mr. Pat's wearing Duck Camp, and they're growing their line for fall. But I know we're winding down. we got just a couple of days left this year. But as you get ready for next year, make sure you always have some legit, whether it be Sitka, Drake makes another good company. Drake makes some good stuff. But Sitka, Drake, Banded, Avery, uh, Duck Camp, Reputable companies on apparel waiters another thing that i was listening to a podcast another podcast if you want to check it out is uh good friends over at rogers sporting goods out west uh, i say out west out west from us in the central part of the country but i listened to one of their podcasts earlier this week and talking about the importance of waiters and uh, waiters are very important you can forget a lot of stuff when you go duck hunting don't forget your waiters unless you're going to kansas hunting the cow pond and you can forget them and you're okay but uh waiters are very important waiter technology is changing we probably could do a whole episode on waiters we're not doing that today but uh here again sitka of course they have uh their waiters the delta waiters front zip i personally am still wearing a pair of Banded black labels that I've got three or four years ago, thanks to some guys over at Banded, Mr. Travis and Mr. Wainer. Uh, Banded waiters, I've, that's what I'm currently running in Knock on Wood. If I can get through uh, two more hunts this year, that will have lasted me, I think, three or four seasons, which is very unusual to hunt quite a bit and, and not be careful with my stuff like I need to be probably. Uh, very comfortable, breathable waders. Very comfortable. We sell Drake. We sell Frog Togs. There's other brands out there, but the brands that we sell are the best, in our opinion. We sell them. But uh, breathable waders, of course, are definitely a, that's, you got to be breathable 100%. This podcast is also sponsored by Yeti, which you'll see here in this video. Thanks to the guys from Yeti for all they do for us. But uh, so waders are important. Breathable, stay warm, layer up. A lot of people have a misconception. Uh, they wear all these, like the last few mornings we've been hunting, it's cold, and, and you, you layer up and you bundle up, and you walk 400 yards or half a mile to get to the duck line. So then what happens when you do that, dragging decoys and walking that far, like a Michelin man, you start sweating. So when you sweat, then you get steel. And if you're not wearing the right kind of apparel, the right kind of gear you freeze and a lot of that comes your feet and your uh, rest of your body too but especially your shoes your boots if you don't have moisture wicking socks or base layer you sweat you get cold you freeze and it makes for a long morning so uh make sure you have some legit gear uh, you know there's there's cheaper less expensive companies out there that make stuff and if you go once a year or whatever you're getting into it i understand i want to drop a lot of money but it's, uh, most of it, I was talking to a buddy of mine earlier about uh, shotguns. I told him, I said, you get what you pay for. And that's the case in a lot of everything pretty much that we sell. 
apparel or waders or whatever it may be. Get what you pay for. Uh, shotguns, one other thing I looked at, shotgun shells. You know, a lot of folks. Uh, Benelli was probably one of the more popular brands in Kansas. I think there was a Browning, a couple of Brownings there, a couple of Berettas. I don't know if I saw any other brands or not besides those three. Maybe a Remington, I'm not sure. But uh, here again, get a nice shotgun. If you're going to go a lot, you're going to appreciate the features and um, you're going to you're going to appreciate it a lot so nice gear cannot stress that enough uh, whether it be apparel or guns or ammo tss is very expensive it's just it's expensive i like it we sell it it's hard to get but it's expensive but i can tell i shot some tss thanks to my friends over it Federal premium. I feel like I'm a NASCAR driver going over all my sponsors. We actually have sponsors. Isn't that crazy? We have sponsors for the podcast or the store. I mean, whatever. I mean. Anyway, thanks to Federal for sending some TSS to use in Kansas. And you can tell a difference shooting that versus other stuff. So cost more money. Kill ducks better. Kill ducks faster. In the long run, maybe it's cheaper. It's more expensive when you buy it. But uh, buy, buy quality ammo and firearms and waders and apparel and um, you'll appreciate it so great time in kansas great time this week we only have a couple of days we're going to hunt it all we can we're going to hunt uh tomorrow which is saturday the winter weather is coming and the end of winter sale is scheduled for saturday the 29th in store only we'll have some stuff online so if you're not local and can't come, I'm sorry, we'll have some deals online next week. Whatever we have left, we'll throw on there. But uh, in store, the end of winter sale will be this coming Saturday, December 29th. Not December, January 29th, the month off. Um, all fall and winter apparel is going to be on sale. Drake, Sitka, Banded, Columbia, Duck Camp, Over Under, all the good stuff. All on sale, as much as 50% off. Up to 50% off. All duck hunting gear, decoys, decoy accessories, blind bags will all be on sale as well. A few uh, waiters, all waiters, well, not all, I'm sorry. Most waiters will be on sale. We currently have Banded and Drake and Frog Togs. Uh, unfortunately, Sitka waiters will not be included in the sale. I'm sorry. But the thing is, we just have got in sick of waiters within the last couple of days. And um, we're not going to put those on sale. We're going to hold those, hopefully sell those. If we don't sell them between now and the weekend, we're going to hang on to them for next year. So uh, sick of waiters will be the exception, one of the exceptions in the sale. But big sale Saturday pending the snow. Fingers crossed the snow goes around us. But we're going to hunt Saturday morning before we come to work. We're going to hunt first thing, get back here to open the store up. And then the last day of season, I think, is Monday here. I know it is, but most places around this area, the last last day is Monday. So we're going to hunt Monday. Got a group of actually some local law enforcement guys. We try to do all we can for them and taking a group of them down. If you see the farm van heading down 264 Sunday or Monday. Um hunt the horn probably stay away from I don't know who's going to be driving the farm van 
maybe me, but just uh, honk the horn, give us a shout, say hello. Um, let's see what else we got. Lots of new uh, product coming in this week. A pile of cool stuff, new stuff, shot shows. Some things are starting to ship from shot show. We had ship from shot show. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, Browning. We got some new maple guns. The new over and under Satori's and maple, beautiful guns. Had a bunch of uh, Browning Maxes, Browning A5s come in, Winchester SX4s, SXPs, and the Hybrid Hunters, and the Woodland Camo, and all kinds of cool stuff from Winchester, Benelli, SB3s. We had some 12-gauge, 3.5-inch, which has been hard to get, as well as some 20-gauges come in. Uh, Mossy Oak, Bottomlands, Max 5, and Black. In the SB3, 20-gauges, they all came in this week. And uh, let's see what else we had come in. Some Stoker, some Frankies, some Berettas A400 Extremes. Lots of new stuff coming in. Black Rain Ordnance was another one. We got some special guns at SHOT Show, and they came in this week. We posted a picture on our social media, Facebook and Instagram. Check them out. Really cool. Got a new turquoise, not turquoise, I'm sorry, Tiffany Blue. Tiffany Blue Black Rain Ordnance. They're all on our website, springhilloutfitters.com. But lots of new guns coming in. <sighs> what else do we get? We got new hats. I'm wearing one of them now. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. It's red. My hat's red. I was wearing a Bottomlands hat earlier hunting this morning. But um, Bottomlands, Max 1, Cryptic Camos, some solid colors, Spring Hill Outfitter, Diamond Logo Hat. Find them on springhilloutfitters.com. We're here in the store. Got some new ones of those coming in that came in this week, some new decals. Lots of new stuff, even though we're winding down in hunting season. All the new stuff is dropping and coming in day by day, getting ready for a new year. Finish with one, start with another. Lots of new Yeti uh, coming soon. I don't think I don't think they've been announced to the public yet. But we had a great hunt a few weeks ago with Mr. Tim Roach down at Hyde County. And um, the dealers have seen, and we have been allocated the new stuff. Should be shipping sometime mid-February, late February, I think. Would have released sometime around March 1st. But uh, three new colors, coolers, some new uh, backpack coolers, soft-side coolers, uh, new bags, lots of new stuff. New colors look great. Can't wait to show y'all. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, lots of new stuff. Coming in, check it out. Uh, the Coyote Challenge, the last weekend in February. If you're anywhere around North Carolina, make sure you sign up for that on springhilloutfitters.com or you can come by the store or shoot us an email and we'll send you over the information and you can sign up. But uh, the 25th through the 27th, the Coyote Challenge, 7th annual Spring Hill Outfitters Coyote Challenge, giving away money, 100% payout, which I don't understand, but we do it anyway. 100%. We make nothing other than just the f- joy of seeing y'all kill coyotes. That's what we get paid. But um, sign up for that. Hunt anywhere in North Carolina. Four-man team, up to a four-man team, or a four-woman team, four-person team. It's 2022, and we're politically correct for the most part as Spring Hill Outfitters. So four-person team, $100. So check it out, and uh, that's about all I got. Uh, it's kind of sad. We're one more one more episode next week, and we're done with season one. We're gonna start back up in April, 
with uh, probably right before turkey season. We're going to be talking season two about grills and summer stuff, and yetis and turkey hunting, fishing, all that kind of fun stuff. We're going to take a couple of months off and uh, do some redecorating. We're going to do renovations in here. And Spring Hill Studios is going to look different for season two. We may have a couple of episodes. We'll call those bonus episodes between now and then. If something happens that we need to tell y'all about, we'll jump on here and do a bonus episode of Taking It Outside. So uh, keep an eye out. One more episode left. Y'all are awesome. As always, springhilloutfitters.com. Facebook, Instagram, Spring Hill Outfitters, Taking It Outside podcast on all major podcast platforms, Amazon, Spotify, Google, Facebook. Rate, review, comment, share the love. Let us know you heard us and how much you love us. We love y'all. And the feeling should be mutual. If we're going to love y'all, y'all need to love us. We're located right on Interstate 95 at exit 101. Right here in eastern North Carolina, between Smithfield and Wilson, between Miami and Maine, you can't miss us. Guns, ammo, and freedom, billboards up and down 95 and Highway 70. And and uh, love those billboards. Guns, ammo, and freedom. A big American flag and a Smith & Wesson rifle. It's great. I look at them every day. It's a cool billboard. So check us out. Exit 101. Stop by. If you can't stop by, check us out on springhilloutfitters.com. Shop with us. If you ever need something, let us know. If you have a question, let us know. Sometimes Facebook, we get flooded with Facebook comments, Instagram comments, and questions. So give us a call. Email us, sales at springhilloutfitters.com, and one of us will get back to you as quick as we can and try to answer your question. So uh, thank you all for tuning in. It's been great. We'll try to have one more fine episode next week, recapping our final week of duck hunting and talking more about season two coming up of taking it outside y'all are great thanks for tuning in thanks for listening have a great weekend if you're in eastern north carolina and it snows bundle up by now you should be used to it we've had two weeks to prepare the third week we should be good by now so uh thank y'all for tuning in we appreciate it much love and as always don't forget to take it outside Mm -hmm.